Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. As we race towards the expansive city of Calumport, and Flint and Thea, an explosion sounds off beside them and they are thrown into the wall of a nearby building. Rushing all around them are the people of Calumport, being chased by an undead army. What the fuck is going on here? A figure exits a door behind you. You should quickly follow me. Flint, Thea, come with me. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, coming. Thank you. Who are you? Welcome. I am Yenbul. I believe my friend Leosin said to look for me. We're we're hunting down that amulet of wonder. Any any leads? It's not the best news I could give you because it is with Shangalar. Oh, that is real crappy. The lich whose undead army has overtaken the city and... Well, this means two birds, one stone. Well, that's true. We help your city and we get the amulet back. I have a friend or a man I know, Manix Fallenleaf. He knows where there's a portal leading to this flying fortress. I can get you to the next city. We must move quickly, though. And you exit further from where a massive wall has been erected. And you see just swarms of undead crashing into and climbing up over... Mannix leads you through the streets of this town that he referred to as Keltar. And inside, there are runes on the wall. The runes begin to glow as he runs his hand along them. He says, when you are ready, we shall step through. You look up and beyond the clouds as they begin to part, you see a massive pyramid floating high in the sky above the mountains. Is this like the one that you crashed? Hers was more of a castle. Much smaller. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for you listeners. Not for you, Russ. For you listeners. Yeah, no one's here. And I play Thea Amastasio. And Tom Laird. Yeah, I'm here, and I'm here for all of you, but not Russ. And I play Flint Firebeard. <laughs> and Carla Max said, I am also here for everyone in the whole world except. No, just for everybody, even Russ. Thank you. And I play Yenbul Nuri. Yes, Yenbul. Welcome, Yenbul. New character. 
Very exciting. Thank you. First time getting to introduce her in the intro. Right? So that's exciting. It's very good. You guys didn't even know her last name. <laughs> no idea. Clue. Yep. Thea doesn't ask about last names. <laughs> Why would you? What are you going to ID? Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Where we are concerned about last names is over on Patreon. That's weird. That is weird. Patreon. And doc- also your social insurance number, please. And also your social. Yeah. Credit card number and the little yeah, one the on little, the back, the little three on the back. Fiery date, too. Yeah. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We don't ask for any of that stuff, but what we do ask for is that you come join us. Uh, because we've got a ton of great stuff, including a great community that uh, that gathers on Discord and we talk and they play games together and it's awesome. And uh, we've got bonus content, more of what you love with great shows, some run by Tom... What? Some bonus episodes run by Amy and Carla. Yarp. So many things happen over there. <laughs> Narp? I'm sorry, I'm not sure where Yarp came from. <laughs> I mean, I think Sean of the Deep uh, from within me fuzz. is where it came from. Oh, Hot, hot Fuzz. Yeah. Of course. Oh. Hot Fuzz, yes. I, I saw that once. Did oh my God, you should watch it again. It's amazing. Did that it's stick with so me? Good. They're all so good. Must have. Um, but what you also get over there is you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron. Edgar Wright? What? Whoa. <laughs> Such a big fan. Thank you for listening. Jessica Babiak. Thanks, Jessica. Thank, Thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. Jessica. Such a big fan. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Patreon.com. <laughs> Nailed it. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Go That's check it out. usually one that Russ slips over. No. Ah, it's going to be a good episode, everybody. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. We see or hear rather a figure quickly scurrying down a stone hallway we see the point of view from this creature and we know it's a creature because it's very low to the ground we hear heavy footsteps stomping behind further down the hall the point of view looks behind and doesn't see anything and quickly flies up into this dimly torch-lit hallway, stone all around, cobwebs all around. And we see a small alcove off to the side. This creature zips into this alcove and it goes deep into the wall. It's heavy breathing that kind of echoes soft and light, but it echoes loud in the ears of this creature. Those footsteps that we heard previously walk past this spot, loud, and there's grumbling. And we pan out and we see Donnie, curled up inside of this labyrinth, this tunnel, this maze that he is in. And we flash back to Flint, Thea, Yenbull, and Mannix at the base of the mountain, overlooking the fortress before them. Thea immediately sinks to the ground and like starts touching all the foliage and stuff and just kind of really getting her nature on. She didn't quite realize how much she missed 
the green, even just being for a short time in Calumport. Uh, but she did. Big time. So it's a real deserty country, too. So this is the only place you're going to get that lushness. So. Um, Yenwell is going to not, like, disappear into the forest or anything, but she's going to start looking for signs to see if those friends that she mentioned might be anywhere near her. Okay. What kind of signs is she looking for? You know, do this, don't Uh, do that. Friends this way. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you read the sign, Amy? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Had to. Uh... So because they are, there's like various groups of these sort of wandering warrior groups, they leave signs in the trees for one another, like specific ways of breaking branches, like things that no one else would notice unless you knew to look for them, like the hobo signs of the woods. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm looking You're for looking that. for that. Okay, roll me a d20. Odds you find okay. it, evens you don't. Oh, okay. It's a 19. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you find something. What do you find? In a specific tree, a specific type of tree that is sort of rare, only found um, in the marching mountains right near the crook of kind of where a uh, branch meets the tree trunk, there is a little... Uh, slice and some like a knife marks there, um, just indicating that that they have been there. Okay. Um, I can tell how old they are based on like how dried out and like healed they are. Okay. Basically. Um. Russ hates everything. No, that's great. Right now. Uh, they are. <laughs> A day old. A day old. Okay. That is probably too far if, well, I guess I should ask my friends. What is our plan for attack? Are we going to, I have friends who are, are great fighters. I do not know. If they would help us, they are at least one day away. Well, not on any kind of specific timeline. Um, it kind of sounds like Calumport has fallen. If we stop Shangalar, the undead army will disperse. I want to find my friends, but I want I want to save Calumport. It is the greatest, most ancient city in the world, and it cannot fall in such a disgusting way. Our best chance of defeating him would probably be with the help of your friends. Mannix, what do you know of Shangalar? Is he surrounded by many, many others, or or by himself? Mannix looks up at the floating fortress in the sky and says there are many levels to this fortress and 
Shangalar does not travel alone. I fear we will need to fight through many in order to get to him. So all the friends we can get are a good thing. Be it a day away or not, I think we stand the best chance. Well, then let us go this way. I pick up the daisy chain that I had been making and I set it on Flint's head and I follow Yenbul. The group gathers their things and begins heading off following the tracks that Yenbul has found. How much do you know about the history of Kalimsham? Oh my goodness. Um, I think... We only just really figured out that Callum Shan was over here in a place that we needed to go two days ago. Well, I mean, Leosin told us a little bit about some genies that battled. Yes, many long ago, many battles with genies. More recently, there was a, a glorious revolution and there were uh, many slaves who escaped and overthrew their oppressors, and and my friends, the Janissar, many of them are the children of those escaped slaves, and they they now live in isolation and fight and train in case another need arises. And on one of my adventures, I came to this place and spent time with them. And you think they might be willing to help us? They do not stand for evil. So I I think they will want to help. All right. They can be elusive, though. Many, many people here never have even seen a Janissar. Count me in with those people. You travel through the forest of Myr, M-I-R. Um, following Yenbul, who is following more of these signs. Yenbul, make a survival check. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, that was a one. Ooh. <laughs> Plus? Three. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm distracted by my new friends. You travel for, going off your confidence of the, the marks, um, I assume that you would have followed them for a good while. Um, you travel for about four or five hours into the forest. Uh, when you the path you are following you you lose it's not that it disappears but you you lose your your tracking of it Yemble, what why have we stopped the marks in the trees they are gone they are not i cannot find any more i'm i'm not sure which way they have gone Oh, should we go 
back the way we came? I am going to cast Locate Creature. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, what are you trying to locate? I am trying to locate um, this group of people whose name I already forgot. From my own Gen- thing that I made happen, Janisar. They Thank were you, Janisar. Um, the spell can locate a specific creature known to you or the nearest creature of a specific kind, so long as you have seen such a creature up close. Okay, so what type of creature is this? I guess it depends how generous you want to be. It does say human. I mean, I can okay. find a human. Okay. Um, but if I can also, maybe they are like. Give off some specific vibes. Yeah, one of them doesn't shower very human. often. <laughs> doesn't shower. Uh, okay, well, as long as you can find rather than just like a monster creature. Yeah, no, yeah. no, sorry. Okay. Uh, a creature of a specific kind, such as a human or a unicorn. Okay. So long as I have such seen Such as a close. human or a unicorn. <laughs> you know, I mean, either or. The or two both. standard Humicorn. types of creatures. Sure. That you want to track down. Uh-huh. Those would be human the only kinds of creatures I yeah. would yeah. want to track down. Cool. Okay. Um... So what do you gotta what do you gotta do for that? So I pull out a little bit of fur from a bloodhound and close my eyes and just think real hard. No roll? Nope. It just I don't does think it. So. She just thinks real One hard. action. Moments, right. concentration. No. I think it just happens. Um uh you'll sense the direction of the creature's location. Um, if the creature is moving, you know the direction of its movement. Can't locate a creature if running water at least 10 feet wide blocks a path between us. You didn't have to give him all the information. He'll be like, no, nope, they went over a river. <laughs> I mean, it's a very they're big on river. They're a fjord. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no no river on this side that you're on here. Um, that's fine. You definitely get a sense. Your your bloodhound dog hairs tingle. And mm-hmm. uh, m- you tell me what you do now that you, you sense a direction or location of this person. Come, come this way. I have found them. Or at least an indication of which direction they are heading in. Let's, let's go this way quickly. Okay. Handy trick. Um, with this new ability... Um, I'm going to say that you track within, you, you feel like you're getting very close. So it's been the better part of a day, um, whether you stopped for. Do I start seeing um, like sign of them again? Yeah, yeah, yes, you definitely. Once you, once you cast the locate, locate creature, um, you got back on path. You see the, the markings start to appear back up and the further you go, the fresher they get. Um, so you feel like you're within about an you know an hour or less of catching up to them. The Janissar are, as I said, very secretive. So 
We are getting close when we get... Very close, we should... Perhaps... I should... Just approach. To explain... Who we are, and... I think... They are great warriors, as I said. They will probably know we are... We are coming, or they will know when we are near them. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, I mean... You've been here before, you've met them before, you take lead on this. As you've been traveling for a day, um, Yimbul and... How are Mannix's little legs doing? Does he need me to carry him on my shoulders? Mannix still kind of seems like he's gliding. Right, right, right. Um, He's got Heelys on. Exactly. (laughs) Are they light up Heelys? Maybe. They're below a rope, you can't quite tell. There is an odd, like... um, underlit carriage thing happening. Oh. Yeah. So maybe. Um, but So he's got an odd undercarriage making a note. <laughs> Tia and Flint make a constitution saving throw. Uh, this is like new heat God that you're it. traveling in. This. Oh, nat 20. Oh, you're so robust. A six. Wait, constitution saving throw. Yeah. Plus four. Ten. Okay. Um, I'm hot and sweaty. You are hot and sweaty and you Gonna suffer... Vom? A level of exhaustion. Ah! The three of you, Mannix and everybody, and Flint and Thea. Um, Thea, you you RP the way you got RP with now that you're getting levels of exhaustion and stuff. Okay. Um, Yimbul, you're going off to track down your friends completely. Um, I guess yeah. Once we're pretty close, um, yeah. I think that would make sense. They are. You get to a point where you think that it's time to separate. Uh, and based off of your tracking, how many people do you expect to find here? I'm not sure that I know because any group, even if it was just like two of them, they would have been making those markings because that is how they kind of find each other. Uh, okay. You head off. Um, the three of you stay behind um, as you see Yembul disappear through the trees. Uh, what do you three do to pass the time until she comes back? Um, I sit down and I lean against a tree and I grab some fronds from a nearby bushy thingy and I start to fan myself. Is anybody else hot? It's so hot. Uh, I head over and use the fan that Thea gifted me and add to the fanning. I mean, You're it's really so hot sweet. here. It's so hot. Well, how are you not hot? No, I'm hot. But for some reason, this armor seems like weirdly You're wearing, cool. You're wearing like four times more clothing than I am. Maybe it's the headband. I don't know what's going on, but maybe. Yimble, you're tracking your your friends. Um, are you moving stealthily? Are you moving with intent to allow them, you know, if they were to hear you, to know that you're coming? How are you? How are you traveling? Um, are you singing some sort of ditty? <laughs> not here? singing a ditty. Um, I don't think I'm being like trying to be stealthy or anything. Um, I think they are. Um. I don't think they're, like, afraid of people generally. Um, they just choose to remain isolated unless they are coming to fight for the good guys. So um, I am assuming that once I go see them, I can, like, talk to them. And even though I probably won't know the two that I am going to see, 
or the however many that I'm going to see, um, I can explain that I spend time with them and blah, blah, blah. Okay, perfect. Uh, you head off and into the trees and after um, know, about 10 or 15 minutes, um, get to a point where you no longer see any of the markings. Not that you've lost them, but that they're just not there anymore. Hello? I feel like you might be nearby. My name is Yenbol. I spent time with some of you two or three years ago. You you hear from behind you a branch crack. You turn and you see a, a female Genesar warrior bearing the symbol uh, of tear on a on an amulet around her neck. Um, she has a bow loaded and aimed towards you and says, why are you following us? I come seeking assistance from you. I spend time with Jasim and some of the others several years ago, and I know you are very mighty warriors, and you will perhaps help my friends and I. Um, a male voice comes out from behind you and says, What is it you require? Shangalar has sent an undead army that has taken over Kalimport, and the city is falling, and it is. We need help to defeat him. You wish to defeat Shangalar? You have an army yourself? Well, no, I have just myself and three others. You wish to take on a lich that can control an undead army and take down the largest, oldest city in the world with you and three others. Well, I did not say it would work, but we will try. Also, two of them are are mighty warriors that have saved Faerun time and again, and now they are here and they will they will help us. Uh make a persuasion check. She like accidentally drop our business card. <laughs> uh, third, third, decimators. You see the two. Uh, you kind of step back, and you can see the two now. They've moved in front of you, and they're looking to each other. That is a tall order to ask. The man says. Yes, you are right. The woman steps forward and says, We wish we had more to give you, but going up against Shangalar with six people would be suicide. Perhaps you could 
speak to more Janissar and 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 bring them. We will we will start, and you will come help us. The nearest settlement is a day away. You are going at this with or without us, yes? Yes, I must defend my city. It's very noble. Stupid, but noble. We will hurry and hope that you make it until we get back. Thank you. If you see Jasim, tell him Yenbul is fighting. Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you bet. Will do. Got Roger it. that. Yenbul. Yenbul is fighting. <laughs> Let me write that one down. I don't know if I'm going to remember. Of course, yes, we will tell Jasim that you are fighting the good fight. Before they turn, the woman speaks up and says, I am Zana, and this is Masood. We will do what we can to bring you aid. If the Janissar Council declines, you will not see us. I understand. Zana, Masood, thank you. They bow their heads and they begin walking off in the direction where you were tracking them. Well, I want to zip back to my friends pretty quick. Where do we where do we come in with Flint, Thea, and um, Mannix? I'm, my arms are real tired from fanning. I've I've lost the Gosmer cape. <laughs> I have like stripped down to like covering important bits, but I'm like gross sweaty. It's only been about an hour. Oh, God, it feels like forever. How long have we been in this jungle? When Yenbul uh, runs back up. Well, uh, how did uh, how'd it go? Well, they... I found two. They will go to their gathering and ask more to come help. But they could not come now. So... Perhaps soon we will have reinforcements, but for now, it might just be us. Did you say, did you say really convincing things like when he's done with Calimport, he's probably coming here next, you know, stuff like that. A real light of fire. I think this guy's not going to stop at like, you know, just one city. You are, you are probably right. He will overtake all of Calimshan. You seem... And did you tell them that? Did, or do they seem like they really want to help? Well, I don't... I am not so good with words as you, Thea. Oh, okay. Now, do we think that maybe it might be colder up on the giant floating pyramid? Oh, you are finding it too hot. It is very hot. Yeah, I've been fanning her, like, nonstop here. Your muscles look super great, though, Flint. Flint, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> 
<laughs> because of the muscles? Uh, 18 before bonus. I was here. hoping that you get exhaustion just based yeah, on just fanning. Just fanning. <laughs> so 22 yeah, after the fine. bonus. Yeah. I am so sorry. We traveled all this way and perhaps not even found help. But I have a solution for how we can get back to the base of the mountains near the pyramid without you getting Play more it. tired. Lay it on me, sister. What do you got? So I take off my backpack and there's like what looks like a bedroll rolled up on it. And I unroll it. and it just... just go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> okay, you guys going to carry and me? And it is uh, a beautiful, like intricately woven carpet. And <gasps> when... Oh my God, you have a magic carpet. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new no can't sing anymore can't sing anymore you can't of it. Can't sing any more of it so i i roll it out and it's it's quite big it it ends up being you know like four by six feet and uh i say you tear and it floats up into the air that is a <laughs> hell of a trick this is so cool this way you can save energy before we have to fight. And great idea, Yenbo. Thank you. Um, this is a Dia gets on and just lays down. This is a <laughs> rude question, but how much do you weigh? Mm. Y'all are fine. Okay. It's, it's going to be fine. carry the four, <laughs> like a hundred. Carry the four. <laughs> Uh, like 111 pounds with all my stuff. Just tiny. So, I so tiny. So I weigh fish. Weigh fish, yes. That's why I get fucking beat up all the goddamn time. This will be no problem. And I get up on there with you and then it like lowers a little bit so that Mannix can get up and Flint can get up on there too. But we can all ride on the magic carpet. <laughs> so excited. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, Mannix looks to you and says, did you steal one of these? No, I would. Or are you paying out the ass for it? I did not. It is not a rental. I did not rent it. On one Mm. of my journeys, I met a man in the desert and we had, uh, how do you say, a a bit? Uh, Oh, you were gambling. A little bit of gambling. Yes, and I won it. Wow. I mean, that's awesome. Is it a dice game by any chance? It was not. It is a complicated game with many moving pieces, and there is dice and then words, and you have to solve a puzzle. To be honest, I didn't even really know how to play. Well, there's nothing at all sinister about winning a magical item from someone you don't know in a way that you don't really feel like you earned. (laughs) Shall we? (laughs) Uh, Do you fly through the trees or do you fly above the trees? It doesn't say how high it can fly. I guess it depends. It's a magic carpet. It can fly. Um, Then I guess... Wherever you want it to go, I guess above the trees, but maybe in like the top of the canopy so that we're not getting like thwacked by leaves but um we're not just like mm. shagala what's up 
Sure. <laughs> Coming for you. So now we should be probably twice as fast. Probably should have pulled this out earlier because now we go uh, 60 feet instead of 30 as our movement. Yeah, Whee! that's fine. So you make it back in half the time. Um, no incident. I mean, you see various different animals, um, but nothing that really makes a move to try and track you down as prey. What kind of animals? Ah, there's some uh, monkeys, some um, jaguar-esque creatures, uh, smaller creatures that you see kind of scurrying around, can't really get a good eye on because you're now flying up, um, and you make it back to the location of which you started. It's like the base of the mountain? Uh, yeah, base of the mountain, you see the fortress up, floating amidst the cloud. Well, now we at least know how we're going to get to the fortress. Manic I says, don't think that guacamole could have carried us all up there at the same time. Um, you magic carpet up. When Russ closes a door, Amy opens a carpet. I believe that's the saying. Carla opened the carpet. I don't Amy would have opened I like the owl. Saying. <laughs> oh dear oh my so okay Fair. so you're flying up with the intent <laughs> you were just in Mexico Carla you're flying up with the intent to begin battle one of you has a level of exhaustion and we're back in the middle again dun 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 See how I've let Russ take this back again because he so desperately needed something like this in his life? I just... Thanks, everybody. He really yeah. seemed like he was thrown off last time. I mean, I didn't yeah. say a single thing till the end, so really, yeah, I was thrown off. Sorry. <laughs> now is a crazy time and place, that said, uh, where you might find yourself with a little bit of extra time. Some people have said, um, we have another show if you haven't gone and listened to it yet. Uh, we thoroughly enjoy it. Everybody who uh, has talked to us that has listened to it has thoroughly enjoyed it. And that show is called Facing Fate. Lunacore. The whole first season's out, so it's fully bingeable. You can listen to the whole thing. It is a little spooky. Warning. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy it. Too scary. (laughs) (laughs) Says the woman who was in it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's very Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Russ, uh, you know, we do a lot of patting ourselves on the back every now and then, but you know, got a hats off to Russ on this one because... Oh boy, is yeah, it he, good. He took our shenanigans and turned it into, into something, something serious and kind of spooky. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I did it, but I did Magic. it. Um, so yeah, first season of Facing Fate. What Facing Fate is, is, is our new show, but it was still an actual play. We play different game systems. The first one is Fate Core. Um, and we play a real world, quote unquote, uh, futuristic sci-fi on the moon thriller genre uh that uh we had a lot of fun playing scared carla to the point of probably mm-hmm. no sleep mm-hmm. some nights i had nightmares some nights yeah. when it left on like like big cliffhangers yeah. and stuff sure there were <laughs> some good ones yeah um and we tell you this uh, go listen to season one because we've got season two coming out in it starts in september which seems like a long way away but it's not going to be because for patrons over at patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast they're going to be starting to hear those episodes that won't be publicly released until september uh this month we're going to get our first like teaser episode and then next month is going to be episode one and we're going to start to roll them out because we've started recording them and we're super excited about season two it's so different it's so different it's going to be real fun so different we are playing the game urban shadows by meg 
Magpie Games for that season, and it's uh, based in like a 90s Toronto setting, which is a city in Canada, for those who don't know, with, with monsters who live in the real world, kind of like a, I don't want to say a Buffy the Vampire feel, but kind of like that. But where everyone's in on but it. Where, where everyone and no one at the same time are in on it. It's like yeah. a crime political thriller drama thing. Figure it out. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragoncast, where we have goals that we want to reach as well. So when you join us, we're now, we're just trying to build our community that we've got. So our next goal is 45 patrons, which we're currently at 43. So that's a quick one. If a couple people hop on, then we've got that goal made. Boom, goal reached. And we will play a character swap episode for our patrons. Come join us. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragon Cast. Come join our family. It's so nice over there. (laughs) (laughs) But now we'll get you back to this episode. Hopefully you're enjoying uh, all the things that are happening over there. All the crazy planning that's happening. Forest walks. Uh, We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. No, we're not flying. We, I don't think we said we were flying up there. I said we. She said we had the means That's to just fly what she up said. there. I said now we have okay. a way to fly up there right. because I don't think guacamole could have flown us all yeah. up at the same I don't time. Think, Listen to the we words just, that are like, coming out of my mouth. I, don't think with I thought we no camp plan. at the base of the mountain. Yeah. All right. You, I'm exhausted, man. All right. You make camp at the base of the mountain. It's only in our other game that Amy just shoots a guard without any plan. <laughs> yes. No, I Thea is much more like precious right now. Fair enough. Okay. Uh you make camp at the base of the mountain kind of in in the in the forest line. And I'm no longer exhausted? Um uh if you take a long rest, which is 8 hours. Then okay, yes. but what She's an elf. Who I was can just going to say what if I meditate for 4? All right. Well, okay. I mean everybody else still has to sleep too. So, if you're going full long rest, for everybody else. Sure. If you're not, everybody else gets exhausted. Well, We're bringing exhaustion into this game, Okay, baby. why Let's are we getting exhausted? Oh, because we've just been up? Because you, if you don't sleep oh, I see. for, yeah. I say we all have a nap. All right. Uh, you take proper rotation of keeping an eye on things? Yeah, dibs first on sleeping first. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you make it through the night <sighs> with all this <laughs> great <God>. planning. <laughs> if you don't say you take a rotation, I throw <laughs> shit at That's you. Fair. Of course we take rotation. What are we, noobs? Yeah, you wake up the next morning all rested and refreshed. Manic says, so what is your plan? Yes. Mm. What is our plan? Oh, my. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what is our plan? Yes. It's basically the We re- have a plan. The not it of right? what's our plan. Okay, here it is. I'm just now Who's on first? I'm just going to throw it out there. We go up. Okay, I'm with you yeah, so far. And we present ourselves as um big fans of what Mr. Lich is up to. Okay, I feel like this might not be, but you know, I'm willing to hear it out. Big fans. You know, love his work. Uh, seen some of it firsthand. Wondering if he needs, you know, some advisors or, you know, some like peeps to 
to tell him how great he is. Okay, I'm going to throw <laughs> another plan mm-hmm. out there. Yes, please. And you tell me if it's as ridiculous okay. as you want. <laughs> we're playing this game. Yeah. So we show up and we claim that we're uh, follow-up people from the amulet store. And we realize that we sold him the wrong amulet and we need to switch it out for the real amulet. Yours is more ridiculous than mine, I think. <laughs> I don't feel like it is. Okay. Mannix speaks up and says, funny people. You are walking into the Iron Fortress of Shangalar with multiple layers of battle with undead. Okay, so here's what we do. We fly to the top layer. There is no entrance except by portal. Can you make one of those? I know where one is, which is why we are here. Yeah, but can you make it anywhere? No. Oh, okay. There goes that one. Look, I just wanted to say that I was joking with my plan before in case anyone thought it was Mm -hmm. serious. It's hard to tell sometimes with you funny people from another place. Fair. Maybe we try the sneaky route. We sneaky sneak in. We quietly kill whoever we have to quietly kill. I mean, it's really easy to dispose of a body if you can, like, I don't know, throw it off of a hovering... Yeah, I mean, just throw it right off a flying pyramid. But we'd quietly make our way up to the top and, um, you know. This so far is the best plan. I have never... I mean, it's not saying much, but you're right. I have never saved the world before. Oh, yeah, we usually do so very accidentally. So I <sighs> I trust decimators of dragons to know the right thing to do. I feel we are unprepared, but I don't know how to get more prepared. So that's kind of how we start all of our adventures. Very unprepared. You know, OK, there's going to be a five headed dragon. Are we ready for this? No. OK. Let's do this. Okay, so we portal on up there, sneak around, kill whoever needs killing, and then kill the lich. This is easy. Only four things. That's I mean, four that's a step super, plan. Super concise yeah. plan. And and somewhere in there, finding the amulet. Yes. Well, I assume he has it on his person. That would be easier than if he had it somewhere else. In his safe deposit box at the bank. Back in California. <laughs> Who's a funny person now? <laughs> huh? <laughs> We're rubbing off on her. I don't know whether or not to be happy or sad. All right. So I th- I think that is our best plan. Maybe we should. We don't we don't know you two very well in terms of what you bring to a battle. I know what I can trust Flint to do, which is smash everything. Um, yep. but what, what would you say your strengths are? I am not so strong, but I beg to differ, but I am 
pretty good with the magic. And I am good for healing when you are hurt. Very helpful. Awesome. Um, you, sir? Manix, how about you? I... I know you do that hover thing. That's pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I... Well, how do you sum up being able to destroy or bring back life, walk between the ethereal? Thea gives Flint a look. Skip between planes. <laughs> okay, and how but is that applicable smash. to what we can do? But you can smash. I can... <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to smash don't worry. right now. What are you? Don't worry. I've got I've got it covered. <laughs> Look funny people. I've been dealing with this shit a long time. <laughs> oh, I broke him. <laughs> I like that he's just getting like all all bets yeah. are off now. All I'm wondering is in the heat of battle, walking between the ethereal and the material planes is great. Um but is there anything specifically maybe that you can give us that would give us an edge or an advantage upon um, entering, sneaking, coming face to face with a lich? Also, what's the best course of action when we are face to face with a lich? Don't be face to face with a lich. Oh, well, that's unhelpful. But like, I feel like we're going to end up there. Yeah, if we don't end up face to face with the lich, we've died somewhere between level like bottom and mid level. That is the concern. Don't worry, I can bring you back. And I can heal you before you go and have to be brought back. Okay. Um, Mannix walks over to you, Thea. Ushers you to bend down. You want me to bend the knee? No, I'm just kidding. I crouched down. <laughs> Don't be weird about it. Um, he. <laughs> Thanks, Carla. He puts uh, his hand up, says, may I? I don't know. It depends where your hand is up. Near your face. Okay. Yes, you he may. Puts his hand up near your face. Well, you just hand, no, no. hand up my skirt, my what? Puts his hand up near your face. Okay. And says, you have some darkness in you. And places his hand on your cheek and temple. Closes his eyes. And Yenbul and Flint, you see Thea's eyes roll back in her head. Did he, did he just kill her? What happened here? Thea, you are now... In a dark place. Mannix is standing beside you. Wait, dark like there's no light or like... Dark I'm like, in a real dark place right now. Dark like there's no light, but okay. you feel like dread pour down on top of you. You take a few steps and you hear splash, splash, splash. Where are we? You tell me. How am I supposed to know? In a quick flash, you see new Lara before you. Oh, no. You're not real. You're not real. You're not real. You're not real. 
Maddox snaps and you're back. I like push his hand away from my face. I will help you fix that after we stop this. And I just nod, obviously really shaken, and move myself away from Mannix. The intro song, Nowhere Land, is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Creighton's Raven, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, Cat Waterflame, and Stevie. To find out more how you can support Dungeons and Dragons, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Before they turn, the woman speaks up and says, I am Zana, and this is Masood. <laughs> and we notice that you asked for our help. <laughs> but not for our names. <laughs> Can we at least like sing the end of it? On a magic carpet ride. And then no more. You'll be killed no by liches. Because <laughs> liches give stitches to you. Tom just pulled up scissors, was like. <sighs> oh, don't blow on me. And then put them down. I was like. That's all right. It's very confusing behavior going on. He's sure crafting projects going what are you on over cutting? there. Well, he's not trying to find his way out of this mess I have forced us into. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers. And these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals. Or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them. Because, baby, I'm just getting started. <laughs>